picture this. You've just finished an incredibly important presentation. It was dense with crucial information and you absolutely nailed it. But at the end, one of your colleagues wants to give you some feedback. You thrive on constructive criticism and welcome the chance to learn. But all he says is, your outfit is too distracting. Your dress is so sparkly, it made it difficult to concentrate. Hmm, how do you react? I know I would be fuming. To hear something so overtly sexist and inappropriate would send almost anyone into a fit of rage or even despair. But not Dr. Katrina Wallace, a world-renowned expert and entrepreneur in the field of ethical AI. When this happened to her, and yes, this actually happened, she'd spent enough time navigating male-dominated businesses and boardrooms to know that outrage wasn't the answer. It might have been reasonable, but it wouldn't have been productive. Instead, Kat chose empathy. But how did she manage to achieve this with emotions running so high? My name is Dr. Amantha Imba. I'm an organisational psychologist and the founder of behavioural science consultancy Inventium, and this is How I Work, a show about how to help you do your best work. On today's My Favourite Tip episode, we go back to an interview from the past and I pick out my favourite tip from the interview. In today's show, I speak with Katrina about how she avoids just getting defensive when met with blatant sexism and responding in a different and more productive way. So there was a time when I was doing a presentation to a whole bunch of investors and one of the investors came up to me afterwards, an, an, an older uh, man, who said to me, look, I've got some criticism about your presentation. And I said, oh, okay, sure, happy to hear it. Again, you know, is the number's not quite right or I'm missing anything. And he said, the dress that you're wearing, it's too sparkly and I'm my attention was on the dress and I couldn't focus on your presentation. Oh. And I... I was like gobsmacked, obviously, but it was like, ah, I see. Okay. And so then it's just like, oh, so I hear that perhaps you were distracted because of the dress that I'm wearing and you weren't able to focus on the presentation and the incredible amount of financial details that I provided in that presentation. Is that what you're missing? And he said, yes, that's right. And, and so instead of like then ridiculing him, because obviously it's the most ridiculous (laughs) thing I've ever heard. I just said, and there were people standing around me watching, like, how is she going to handle this? And, and I was just very kind and said, I, I hear that you weren't able to concentrate and, and that, that's a shame because there was really rich stuff in the presentation. So what I'll do, I will email you through that presentation and there you won't have me in the sparkly dress to distract you. So you can just focus on the numbers in the presentation. How would that sound? And he said, oh, that would be very good. And I said, that's great. We'll make sure that happens. And so for me, instead of going, oh, you idiot, like, why would you say something like that? It's very much like, Obviously, this is a person that has absolutely no awareness that what he said was entirely sexist and inappropriate. But for me, I believe I needed to assist him in understanding how to kind of handle things rather than 
dismiss him or be rude or um, anything else. And I do have other younger women who are always with me because wherever I go, I take, take women with me. And I was also just watching them kind of watch me handle these situations, which I have time and time again. So I've, I've learned to actually just be very empathetic. I believe my role as a woman leader is also to assist those who struggle with women leaders understand how to interact with us rather than dismissing them and being angry with them and, and marginalising them. Oh, my gosh. What a story. I wasn't always <laughs> like that much. You know? <laughs> were, there, were there any sort of like key moments that you look back on and, and think that that changed me in terms of how I think about responding to these ridiculous comments? Yeah, so I had another really intense situation with one of the investors who had put a lot of money in the business and it was at a time when the business, the share price had dropped and so he, he on paper, he'd lost a lot of money and he was very angry. Anyway, he came and he wanted a meeting with the board director so he came in and we sat down and he was fuming. He was furious and he was aiming all his quite vile anger and fury towards me and was saying things like, um, you should be sacked, um, I'm paying and, and I pay for your children and um, I pay for your standard of living and all of this. It was just horrendous. And all the board members were just like, which are all male other than me, were just like, uh, what do we do? And then they were trying to be aggressive to him and it wasn't working, it was just making him more aggressive. And I realised, like I realised, man, he is just in pain because he has lost money and I'm the CEO it's my responsibility. So I'm just going to own this shit right here and I'm actually going to say how sorry I am. And so I got a bit emotional and I said um, to the guy, I said, look, I'm really sorry. I hear that you're in a huge amount of pain because you've lost money in this investment and that's really, really bad and it must be causing you all sorts of grief at home and I'm the CEO, I'm responsible for that. And so I just want to say to you that I'm incredibly, incredibly sorry for the pain that my leadership has caused you. Anyway, all the other directors going, no, don't say that, don't say that. And I, and I just held him and I, and I was like at a few tears in my eyes and he, he immediately softened and he immediately softened and he was then emotional and he walked around the table, came over and just gave me a big hug and said, that's all I wanted to hear. I went, oh, my God, okay, great, great. And then I walked him you know, downstairs and out the door. And when I came back, the, my chairman, who was a very experienced chairman, he said, I've never seen anything like that in my life. Never seen anything like that. And I said, well, that was my genuine truth. I'm genuinely sorry that he was in so much pain and his anger is coming from a place of, of loss and I'm responsible for that, so I'll own that. And so that was a really profound moment for me to realize to to not just do all the corporate the way we're trained which is much more a masculine way which is don't admit anything never be sorry never show weakness never be emotional and I dropped all that because that would never work and just was my genuine self and I was genuinely sorry that he was in pain genuinely sorry for all investors that lost money in any adventure that I've been in also very happy for the ones who've made money for any venture I've been in. But, but for the ones who've lost money, you know, that, I, I really feel that. I take that as a personal, a personal thing. Yeah. You enjoyed this My Favourite Tip episode. If you are keen to listen to the whole interview that I did with Katrina, you can find the link to that in the show notes. 
If you're looking for more tips to improve the way that you work, I write a short fortnightly newsletter that contains three cool things that I've discovered that help me work better, ranging from software and gadgets that I'm loving through to interesting research findings. You can sign up for that at howiwork.co. That's howiwork.co. How I Work is produced by Inventium with production support from Deadset Studios. And thank you to Martin Nimba, who does the audio mix for every episode and makes everything sound so much better than it would have otherwise. See you next time.